Memorial Health System provides comprehensive health services that meet the needs of the region we serve. And we are proud to present Memorial Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Our topic is the field of gastroenterology, and my guest is Dr. Juan Tejada. He's a gastroenterologist at Memorial Health System. Dr. Tejada, tell us a little bit about the field of gastroenterology. What is it exactly that you do? The field of gastroenterology is about uh, the prevention, mostly, of uh, especially cancers of the gastrointestinal system. But at the same time, we can treat different conditions, including dyspepsias and liver disease and pancreatic conditions. That is actually my specialty, which is advanced interventional endoscopy or endoscopic ultrasound, which is don't look just at the pathologies that are in the lumen of the gastrointestinal system. Also, we can see beyond that. We can see outside of the lumen of the gastrointestinal system. What are some of the most common GI issues that you see and that people suffer from? Most of the time, uh, the the complaints are um, gastrointestinal uh, diseases, including, as I said before, dyspepsias or uh, chronic diarrheas, which are disorders of the gastrointestinal system that uh, a lot of gastroenterologists are available to treat. The ones that I see more in my specialty, which is advanced interventional endoscopy, is of those uh, diseases that are involving the pancreas or the liver or any other conditions that uh, has to be addressed with more careful and also invasive uh, endoscopic procedures, including those uh, large lesions in the stomach, colon, or small bowel that have to be removed with a special technique when the general gastroenterologist is not able to remove these lesions, like the polyps, then they refer to me for more advanced uh, techniques. Tell us a little bit about some of those advanced techniques. We've all heard about colonoscopy as the single best prevention for colon cancer, and even endoscopy to look for Barrett's esophagus or lesions, or problems with GERD. So speak about how those tests are used for prevention. And do you see endoscopy as going the way of colonoscopy, where it might become the standard of care for prevention and part of a wellness workup? Yeah, definitely. Uh, colonoscopy is, uh, is uh, one, of the, one of the procedures that uh, prevent uh, colorectal cancer. But also, we are going beyond um, the spectrum of just identify a lesion and remove a small uh, polyps, which are lesions that can become cancer in several years. So now we are also able to remove those lesions that are larger in size. And also, uh, those lesions that just involve the mucosa, uh, which is the first layer of the gastrointestinal system, and uh, we can actually remove those without have to remove the, the colon. For example, a large polyp that uh, in previously uh, was referred to surgery for the removal of the colon because it was uh, larger enough uh, to, uh, to don't be removed by, by endoscopy. Nowadays, we can actually use a technique which is called endoscopic mucosal resection and also endoscopic submucosal dissection and we can remove the lesions that is located in that specific portion, and we don't have to remove 
the portion of the colon, uh, sending the patients to surgery for that. Also in the stomach, we can do the same, and the small bowel and the duodenum. Endoscopic ultrasound is uh, the other technique that I can perform, which is endoscopic, uh, re endoscopic biopsy of those lesions that are beyond the lumen of the gastrointestinal system, including the pancreas. Nowadays, uh, pancreatic cancer uh, is the following uh, the colon cancer. So it's the fourth cause of death from cancer in the United States. And now we are starting to prevent uh, this uh, cancer based on the early screening. And because we have endoscopic ultrasound, we can actually look at these the small lesions in the pancreas, which mostly are called cysts, and we can actually drain those. And we can send it for uh, fluid analysis, and we can prevent that the disease develop and progress to pancreatic cancer. So now speak about some of the other issues that people deal with, such as bloating and IBS and even Crohn's and ulcerative colitis under the umbrella of IBD. And what can a gastroenterologist do for people in those situations? Again, now the in the gastrointestinal uh, specialty, we are advancing uh, in the detection of uh, several conditions that are associated with all these uh, disorders that is in the in, in the previous times as uh, they were called as uh, idiopathic or something uh, that wasn't really um, specific. And the answers for the patients was always uh, diet or just uh, try to wait and see if this is going to change. But now we have uh, several um, actually tests and uh, arsenals that we can use, including breath tests, including um, Bravo testing, which is the pH monitoring. We have the manometry studies. We have a lot of... Uh, a lot of tools nowadays to narrow the diagnosis at least, especially for those patients that are complaining chronic uh, functional dyspepsias, as we call, that actually are real disease, but because the the lack of the uh, testing tools, um, they were not able to be detected, and the patients were suffering for these uh, uh, diseases for a long time without any treatment. How is gastroenterology working along those prevention lines? Speak about things like probiotics and nutrition and how that can help with GI disorders. Of course, we always have uh, different uh, treatments that uh, also um, we can use as a, as a coadjuvant. That means uh, something that is going to be in addition of the primary treatment just to help to so for example, probiotics uh, can help with the balance in the intestinal flora. So we can have uh, the primary medications or primary treatment working better. It's like uh, when you have uh, any conditions that you require an additional help. So we have also the diet, like format diet. In patients uh, with uh, irritable bowel syndrome or patients uh, with uh, some source of uh, sensitivity to the food, so we can add the, this uh, specific diet to improve the outcome and to help uh, with the primary treatment. 
Then give us your best advice as you wrap this up about the field of gastroenterology for us, Dr. Tejeda. Tell us, tell the listeners really what you would like them to know about the ways that they can hopefully prevent GI disorders and the symptoms, the red flags, the things they should look out for that would send them to a gastroenterologist in the first place. Right. Any symptoms of uh, weight loss, any symptoms of rectal bleed, any family history of any conditions, including conditions that are related with cancer, a familiar disease uh, for colorectal cancers, or any family history with pancreatic disease, uh, pancreatic cancer, and upper, uh, upper gastrointestinal system, including esophagus, stomach. If you have any data in your family or any other conditions that are associated, it's better to have it um, assessed because now in the gastrointestinal um, field, we are breaking those boundaries of just to do a colonoscopy, endoscopy, and try to find something. We also going to be able to treat, prevent, and follow those space. everybody that has some specific condition, including those patients with polyps, we can actually continue and find if there's any relationship with family conditions or syndrome that we can actually follow closely. Um, It's not uh, a specialty just to look and treat something. It's a specialty to follow, and it's a specialty of prevention. Because the thing is, if you have the message that the prevention is way cheaper than treat a disease, then together we're going to be able to prevent and also follow through the time and establish a communication that is going to be improved the humanity. Thank you so much, Dr. Tejada, for being with us today and sharing your expertise and explaining gastrointestinal disorders, and really what a gastroenterologist does. It's very helpful for people that suffer from these types of disorders. Thanks again for joining us. You're listening to Memorial Health Radio with Memorial Health System. For more information, please visit mhsystem.org. That's mhsystem.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.